folks, this episode of the Redneck Country Podcast is brought to you by OutdoorFunctions.com. OutdoorFunctions.com is an online calendar-based system where you can go on, scroll month to month to month so that you ensure you don't miss any kind of outdoor function coming down the pipe. Anything from clinics to banquets to fundraisers to gun club events, whether it's practices or competitions, folks, they're all on there. Head on over to OutdoorFunctions.com and take a look. You can even sort by the type of event you want to look for. At this point in time, they have completely wiped their calendar due to COVID to ensure all the events that are posted there are truly happening. And therefore, folks, they need your help to rebuild it for free. Go on and hit the event submission button on the top right and be able to put your event in there to start to populate this calendar back up post-COVID so that we can all get back out and enjoy the outdoors together. So folks, spread your wings, try some outdoor events, and please be sure to check out www.outdoorfunctions.com. Hey folks, welcome to the Redneck Country Podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Todd, and we got Real Redneck Bill Tom. As always, Bill, are you there? Good evening, everybody. Another great day for a podcast. It's a beautiful day for a podcast. So, Seems like that's what I say every week, but yeah, I, I know, it is a good It feels like I sing that every week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a record deal. That's it. <laughs> that's it. I'm not sure you got that in your future, but it, uh, we'll keep trying. It's the Bill and Ted kind of theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just ahead of my time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, so, yeah. so yeah. What a week. What a week. Yeah, what'd you do? Well, what'd you do? Let's get right I, into it. Let's talk about let's talk about what you did this week. Okay, we'll go real quick because I know it probably doesn't interest a whole lot of people because it's not really outdoorsy, aside from being outdoor. But I taught my six year old how to ride a bike without the training wheels, and ever since then, it has been absolute insanity. It's just been go 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 go. And so yeah, it's been it's been pretty crazy every day. I mean Saturday night. We rode, she probably was on her own on Thursday. Friday, she mastered the starting on her own. So then she was completely independent. So now I've got to ride along beside her on the, so she's on the sidewalk. I'm on the road in case she careens off the sidewalk. And uh, my bike, I pulled it out of the shed. Tires were completely dilapidated because I hadn't had my bike out in forever. So Did you remember how to ride? <laughs> it's like riding a bike, baby. <laughs> it is just like riding a bike. So, <laughs> so I I pulled that out of the tires. So my I bought my wife last year. She wanted for for Mother's Day or for something. Uh, she her birthday, one or the other. She wanted a beach cruiser bike, and so like I I pride myself on the masculinity side of knowing the primary colors, like red, green, blue. But maybe we'll throw a yellow in there. And uh, her bike is apparently like sea foam green or baby blue teal with peacock oh, stripes yeah. and blah, I'd blah, blah. I'd be able to tell the difference between uh, sea foam green. <laughs> oh, I know you would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, can, I, can I tell you? Along with that bike, I bought her a, a coffee mug, but we won't call it that because it came with a set of tea bags, Bill. So you could oh. relate. Yes, yeah, with the bike, with the bike. It was all in one. It was a package. So she got a matching <laughs> helmet too, and, and the whole works. That's crazy. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I, uh, I had a feel good story that. I had to go find some because I'm riding my wife's bike now uh, up and down beside her. And I swear all my neighbors are looking at me like, hey, look at the hot stuff on that. Oh, it's a dude. <laughs> it's, I got the COVID hair kicking from the back. I'm pretty sure that they didn't. I, I was getting checked out a little too much. So I said to Jen, look, you're going to have to be fighting off some men here or I better go find some tubes for my bike. 
So I I went. Yeah, everybody tubes for your bike during COVID. They're gone, man. Like nobody's got stock. Nowhere has stock. So my daughter, my twelve year old, wanted to ride bikes so much. She was tenacious. So at like. 4:40 on Saturday when everything closed at five, she's calling every store possible, and found this little store in Elmer, Ontario, and uh, the Kilted Moose. Big shout out! And he says, "Yeah, you know what?" He says, "I've I, I don't have any. I haven't had any for months because of COVID. We just sold out, and we're not getting shipments in." So I explained, "Well, yeah, okay, I get it." I said, "It really sucks because I'd like to take my whole family on a bike ride." Yeah, da, 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 da. Just taught my six-year-old daughter. Da, 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 da. He's like, "Well, are used tubes okay?" I said, "Well, do they hold air?" Like, yeah. And I'm like, it's all they got to do. Well, yeah. Like, it's not like they're inside the rubber tires. What do I care? <laughs> like, great people looking. Yeah. I'm going, oh, you buy used tubes. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm For there, your seafoam green bike. My- <laughs> so, so I booked it. Me and, me and Megan, we, we cruised. Like, we had 20 minutes to get there. So we, we bashed through and, and got there. And he gave them. And, and I, I said, dude, I, can, what can I pay for? I got to pay it something. And he's like, you know what? This is what it's all about. You're getting your family out. And I'm like, dude, you're the man. So he gave them to me. So I, I put them in right on the spot. As soon as we got home, put them in. And all that night, we went for a family bike ride for hours. And uh, nice. Jen and, and myself can contest. Our butts are not prepared to be sitting on a seat that long. But we did it. It's amazing how out of shape you are when you don't use uh, the legs and, <laughs> and all the other stuff. Oh, Riding man. bikes. I, tell I can't you. say that I've done that in a long time. And- I can't guarantee I'd be sore. Well, and it wasn't even the legs as much. It is the butt. Like, it's just, I'm sorry, folks. It is what it is. But, yeah, I need one of them gel seats. So now I'm on Amazon looking around. But anyway, so the next day, my dad also has this album. And he's told, he knows the the, the daughter that uh, of the person that made this album. And so he said, you know, I just want to rip the songs to my computer so I can have them. And I will give you the album because she has nothing from that era of her father to remember on that. So he's like, I will give it to you. So I kind of knew this a little bit. I've been looking for a record player. Well, one popped up on, I was just browsing through Facebook. One pops up on Facebook Marketplace and Bob's your uncle. I was like 20 bucks for a USB record player. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So what does Megan say Sunday morning? Well, we can ride our bikes to go pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, well, are you prepared to get wet? Because there's rain in the forecast. It's going to rain. She's like, I don't care. So when this is, of course, she's 12. So by the time she got up at like 1130. So I'm like, okay, let's go. So away we go at about 20 to 12. And I it was 20 minutes into the ride when I realized, A, I forgot the $20. But B, <laughs> I my phone's going crazy with the alarms. And I look at my watch as I'm riding the bike. And, and it's now starting to rain. And it says tornado warning. And yeah. it was not five. I was worried for you guys. Oh, dude, it was not five minutes. And I tell you what, icicles were blasting through. I mean, if I wasn't such a, a masculine specimen, they would have been blasting through my body. And I mean, I was cutting a trail. But <laughs> yeah, it, it was painful. I said to Megan, I got hit by a car. I can't see crap because the, yeah. the rain's smashing me in the face so hard. We got to go back, get the 20 bucks. But you know what? She loved it. So then she, the, um, the kids don't uh, appreciate the, the potential danger. They just see it as fun. Yeah. So <laughs> the rain did subside a little bit. So we went back out on our bikes and I tell you what, man, Sunday was like an eight hour bike-a-thon. We were on our bikes all day. And so, yeah. Ouch. 
But anyway, that's, that's been that's my week. Memories. That's it. it yeah, you know what? It's, it's been awesome. It's crazy you say that though about the COVID stuff. I got now. I got reminded of a second rant I want to do today, but it's not really that. Well, you got some rant, rants. I tell you, rants. You're not really the ranter. I like it. No, no. But I just was absolutely floored. So, as everybody knows, I like to do my charcoal barbecues. So this past weekend, my parents came up for a visit, and we did some really nice charcoal barbecue stuff. I kind of I sent you some yeah, pictures of, of some of the things gloated, that were going on, but blah, blah. I did. You, you know what? <laughs> it, it, it was definitely uh, gloat worthy on some of the things that came off the barbecue. Oh, that, it looked that, good. That's what I said. I think I said to you, "Hey, we're on our way. We're starting our bikes. <laughs> we'll be yeah. there in two days." <laughs> but <laughs> the the charcoal, believe it or not, there's a North American wide charcoal shortage. Are you kidding? I am. I am not kidding you on this. Uh, a buddy of mine that I worked with yesterday said uh, sent me a text message about a machine at work and and charcoal. I'm like, well, I, what the heck are you talking about and charcoal? So I called him up and we got our work stuff done first. And I said, what are you talking about charcoal? He says, how much charcoal do you have at home? I said, I got half a bag. He says, you better. Either save it or go find, see if you can find it at your local store because there is no charcoal anywhere. I said, you got to be kidding me. There's, there's no way. It, sure enough, in every website that I check that typically sells charcoal, they're out. Look at Lows. you. Look at you purist, man. Like, uh, yeah. Doesn't anybody have propane or natural gas anymore? <laughs> like, what? That's backup. That's a backup <laughs> option. I called, I called the Weber grilling academy where i took the, the weber courses <laughs> and i called the lady there and i called the lady i left a message wait wait ladies and gentlemen once you're a weber certified chef you're in the inner circle oh yeah i called i called see the it's funny like thing a was secret I, society oh, it, oh you grill you grill shh, shh, shh. so yeah. there's a handshake and, a, and, I, yeah. and a secret words and stuff i can't tell you them i can tell you i have to kill you it's classified i don't just grill I char I charcoal. I charcoal. <laughs> yes, you're speaking my language. <laughs> so I called the I called the lady. Oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, we well, had a great conversation. I am totally club <laughs> eat it and eat it. No, I'm not into this. Anyway, sorry. So you had a say that again. You had a conversation it, with it was a good conversation with the, the lady that works at the, the Weber uh, Grilling Academy in Vaughan, Ontario, just a shout out there. And I said, <laughs> Hey, uh, I, I cannot find any Weber briquettes. And and it's not only that I couldn't find Weber briquettes, I couldn't find anything. Nowhere. And she says, Yeah, we're in the same situation. We're probably not going to get any briquettes until at least the end of August at the earliest. We've got two bags to support the whole academy. If you can find it, we'll drive wherever you can send us or we'll buy it from you if you can get and find this this uh, charcoal. I'm like, now I'm on a mission, right? Because I only have half a bag. I'm you, not going to get to the end of my do, summer. You've got to pull your weight for your secret society here. I, I mean, tell you is... what, there's certain things that have to happen in the Weber Grilling Society here. I'm sure so. we're violating some some laws here. Because like the first rule of Weber Grilling Academy is there is no Weber Grilling Academy. Yeah, you don't talk about it. I mean, I missed I missed the first five minutes of the the course, so maybe they talked about not talking about it. So, <laughs> but 
Oh. I might have missed the first. No, pool so this is a Bill rant. This is what you're really upset. <laughs> this is half of what I'm upset. The second rant is, is going to be a little bit better. But this one for me, this is pretty serious. If I don't have charcoal to be able to run my barbecue, I can't make nice treats for my family. This is a problem. You can't go <laughs> buy a propane tank. <laughs> I, I could, but that's almost like cheating now. It's almost like cheese. Oh, I, my man. my Weber grill would get jealous of the the Coleman barbecue no, the propane going on. Mind you, I did cook on the on the propane this weekend. Uh oh! Did you also throw the wine down and crack open a beer? Uh, I did. I had uh, <laughs> the, the white wine in the uh, in the mussels that I sent. Remember the uh, picture I sent you with uh, ladies and gentlemen. Muscles? It yeah. was man card weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> so that, that's that's rant number one. Holy cow! It's, I'm trying to mute my mic. Problem. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> just just oh. trying to to support our barbecue friends here and let them know that there's a crisis in North America right now, and if you can find charcoal, stockpile. So my wife found two bags of charcoal, had to drive an hour. To go get it. She drove an hour north to Midland to go. uh, Not kidding you. I sent her on a mission to go. I said, I found two bags. They've got our name on the side of these bags up in Midland. I need you to jump in the van right now, run up there and grab these bags of charcoal. And sure enough, The guy the, on the on the, the phone, uh, uh, Barbara and Haskell, shout out to Barbara and Haskell up in Midland. <laughs> they, they said, the guy on the phone says, yeah, we got pallets of this stuff. Gets Comes back on the phone and says, holy smokes, you're absolutely right. We've got two bags in the entire Barbara and Haskell <laughs> building. I said, great. Put my name on him. My wife will be there in an hour. And sure enough, she jumps in the bag. And they're like, wait wait a minute, sir. They're going to be $300 a bag. (laughs) Yeah, I was worried. I checked the bill of sale when she got home. Sure enough, they didn't upcharge him or nothing. Wait, wait, wait. You're from the Weber Academy. Oh, you're the Weber. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay, that's regular price. You get the (laughs) Weber Academy discount. That's that's one of the places I took my Weber Grilling uh, Academy uh, certification. It was from there. So. Anyways, that's that's uh, one of my rants. For, for okay, what's the other rant? Because that's so, not a rant. That's a rant. I'm Mind telling you, you that's you a Bill father, Tom almost guy rant. I know why you and my father get along. Because when I stopped in there on our bike ride, Dad was was smoking. He had when we stopped in there in the earlier, he was grinding uh, goose up in his meat grinder, and he had all of the turkey or the the goose jerky shoot 'em up stuff all sitting there. And then when we came back on her, and it might have been the next day, I don't know, because the weekend is a solid blur of bike riding. But when we went back, he was out smoking and and I have a propane smoker. He's got and I'm like, Dad, you could have had left these in like even longer because I'm thinking like smoke them for like eight hours. You know, just slowly he's like, I got charcoal. 
I just smoke them, and when they're done, they're done. (laughs) Why are you using a charcoal smoker? You know it's 2020, right? (laughs) (laughs) You can't rush a good thing. Your charcoal barbecuing is not like anything else. You just don't get the flavor. Uh, that you do uh, from a charcoal with propane. Well, I, I might have to put your theory to the test at some point. I just don't know where to get charcoal or a charcoal grill. Next year. you got to wait till next year. With the COVID, nobody's getting charcoal right now. <laughs> Except for me. i got two bags. <laughs> so, oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's, that's it. Oh, rant number two. Yeah, rant number two. I'm excited. I'm loving this. Bill Thomas yeah. ranting. He's so reserved, ladies and gentlemen, that this is yeah. exciting for me. <laughs> so this week we had uh, an interesting thing happen in my house and I didn't realize how soft my kids are. Their so dad what, <laughs> their dad is a tea drinker. I'm I'm just it, I'm just going to uh, throw that out there. I <laughs> okay, can't right. okay, carry on. <laughs> I'll give you a little bit of that. So today I come home from come home from work and my wife says, uh, hey, I got to go pick the kids up. I'm like, well, what do you mean you got to go pick the kids up? Well, I dropped them off at the ball diamond. Said, what do you mean you dropped them off at the ball diamond? The ball diamond is literally a two-minute bike ride down the road. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want them to walk, and I offered, and I volunteered to drive them. I said, forget that. These are a 16-year-old girl and a 14-year-old boy that want to go to the, the ballpark and, and hit the ball around, and you offered to drive them both ways? When I was a kid, this is the rent. When I was a kid, if I wanted to go somewhere, get two feet in a heartbeat, put yourself down the road, you're going there, and you're going to do that on your own. Are, are we at that age now, Bill? Are, are we there that we can now? Are you going to tell me it was uphill both ways, six feet? Well, of a frozen snow pancake in the on my back. Yep, <laughs> frozen pancake on my back, and that's how I worked. Went to went to school, looking for <laughs> wild charcoal wherever you yes. could. <laughs> so, not two minutes. Okay, so then then she, my wife leaves because I go home and there's no kids in the house. She, she leaves. So what does she do? She comes back into the house and she doesn't listen to the podcast on a regular basis so I can get away with it this weekend. What? She doesn't? Yeah. Not on a regular basis, only if there's something that's going on. And She's I'm dead sure to she'll me. listen to this one because you're going to text her to, to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she comes and in. And it will be followed by, and he can't sleep on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She comes in with a box. And this box on the inside of this box is trampoline netting. Like, what do we need trampoline netting for? Well, apparently, when my mom and dad were here this weekend, Violet doesn't understand geometry, hit the trampoline on a on a wrong angle and <laughs> shot herself out of the trampoline over the picnic table onto the ground. <laughs> so, like, the trampoline has been in our backyard for eight years or plus. Things happen. The netting is gone. The you know the the stuff that covers the springs is gone. I'm thinking these are all life lessons. My kids don't need netting and and, and uh, padding. They can figure out the geometry. Apparently, of you're, on a trampoline. you're wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, and I, this is where I go back to where my kids are soft, and apparently my wife is soft too. Because she bought all the netting. Me? Let them figure it out on their own. These are good life lessons. <laughs> but, <laughs> See, I'm, okay, I'm with you on that. Because 
just recently, so with Avery learning to ride a bike, she got going so fast and didn't know how to stop or anything. There were some neighbors down that had been watching night after night as I'm running beside her down the sidewalk. And so when she finally goes whipping by them, they're cheering because I'm I'm trying to keep up running. <laughs> and so she goes by and they're cheering. And so she looks over with the biggest grin on her face. Well, when you you go where you look. And so she goes careening into a tree. Wham! <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, what do we say, Avery? And I've said this for a long time. Bury it down deep and don't ever talk about it again. <laughs> and, and then I realized, oh, I look like a really bad dad right now. Crap. I mean, okay, I'm going to carry you home. And then I'm like, all right, <laughs> suck it up now. Let's go ride again. No, yep. I'm sorry. And then her mom... It's like, oh, well, no, you have to bring her in and we got to get out the peroxide or whatever we no. got to do and the, the whatever water, special stuff this. We got to doubt. Well, come on. Like, yep. give me a break. And she just did it tonight. Before we got on here, I took, uh, again, we went for a ride. And my, my youngest was racing now. Now she's racing. Now she's beating her 12-year-old sister. So we go down these this cul-de-sac, big circle. And so my oldest is way ahead of us and starts the cul-de-sac, the big circle really wide. So my youngest is like, hey, I can get ahead of her. And she is cruising as fast as she can. Just legs are moving. And she goes to make the turn and cut that that big giant cul-de-sac in a quarter and tries to cut her cut off her sister. And, oh, my gosh, she's moving so fast. She laid that bike down and slid across that oh. cul-de-sac. <gasps> Just leave me. Leave me. And then I started, <laughs> I started laughing so hard. And my oldest is laughing. She's like, I can't go. I can't. I can't go home. Just leave me. And I'm like, don't tempt me, kid. And then I look over <laughs> and there's the neighbors all standing there. And I'm like, I mean, let's go. I'll pick you up. And we get home. Sure <laughs> enough, there's mom. And now my kids are becoming soft. And when did mom become such? If I wipe out, I remember bull riding and I broke my back. Well, that was stupid. And it's self-inflicted, yeah, you moron. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, There's no sympathy is, there. Nor yeah. you know what? What do you learn? You learn from from falling down and getting back up, dusting yourself off. That's and then right. Violet, same deal. She's seven years old, and your little one's six. They're both you know same age. Yeah, yeah. And and what what happens is you teach them to go to mom and cry, and she'll buy you. Uh, knee pads or uh, yes. netting netting for the trampoline. No way. <laughs> Learn how to bounce up yeah. and down, not no. left and right. It's, yeah. it's very simple. You get tough. That's what I said. From when, I was, yeah. when I was six till I was 15, my knees looked like that permanently. <laughs> you fall, you get up, you move on. That's what I but said. our We're kids are ramps. soft, Todd. Our kids are soft. <laughs> right? You got to put a stop to this. That's it, Bill. I'm taking a stand. Well, you let me know how that works out. Kids, if you're listening, when we're done this, we're going outside to hurt ourselves. Yeah. My six-year-old just just yelled back, Mom said I can't. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. Uh, well, there you go. That that's my rants. I, I had two. Oh, I love it. Saving those, saving those for today. You didn't know they were coming, so I figured I'd give you. My my, the almost guy rant. I love it absolutely. It's <sighs> nothing to do, and sorry, folks, nothing to do with hunter fish, but that is just I love it. That's sitting around the campfire with the real redneck. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Just, oh, that's so well, awesome. Yeah, so we got the, the last thing we got the boat uh, project. Like I said, we're working on it every week, we're making some forward progress, and got the floors done now. Got the the back deck. Uh, done got the hatches for the ga- uh, gas tank battery and storage cut out ready to go 
now I got to put some varnish on and, and we're going to get on the water and do some fishing. You're going to bar, what are you varnishing? Oh, he, he puts a spider varnish on the, uh, I got, um, half inch Baltic birch plywood that I use for the floors. <laughs> so instead of carpeting it, I'm going to put, uh, a varnish on it and make it look good. I put a floor so, in my boat. It was just plywood and I don't even know what kind of wood it was. <laughs> Well, and I put indoor, get... outdoor carpet on it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we up here do things a little yeah, bit oh, different. I get it, I get it, I get it. In between, yeah. you got to do something in between your biscuit, tea, crumpets, <laughs> and such. That's but, it. Yeah, hey, I, I'm excited. Don't, I, don't I, be jealous. I, I, hey, I'm not jealous, and I'm going to take it back because I'm expecting an invite to go in this boat to slay some, to to, to rip some lips. Yeah, absolutely. We'll create some stories, uh, some new I'm stories, and new memories. That's for sure. <clears throat> I am in. I yeah, got... it makes makes you wonder though. I mean, looking back at all the time we're getting real close, we had some pretty good memories on the water. And even in that boat, I've had some pretty good memories in the water. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I've had some pretty good scares. We've gone we've gone some trip for some trips up north to the Ottawa Valley. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know. You know, I, I like tell you, this. Okay, you tell me. I've got I've got like some pretty good scare stories too <laughs> that I was not afraid, but my wife and she was gonna beat me. But you tell me one of yours and I'll share you one of mine. Okay, I mean this isn't a really good fishing story. It's a time I almost got killed by my wife in a boat story. <laughs> See, but then I'll back say, that one up. But but mine was pr- we we did good fishing and then it came. So I've got some fishing <laughs> and I'm, I'll give some some of my tips and tricks on what we did to catch those fish at that time. And then I'll tell yep. you why my wife was going to murder me. <laughs> but yeah, so but I can tell you. I mean, yeah, I'll give you I'll give you one of both. So I'll start it off with we went. A buddy of mine when I was working at a, a company in Niagara Falls, we. Uh, fished on the upper Niagara river and he had a beautiful, um, 18 foot, uh, fishing boat. It, it wasn't a bass boat. It was a, a deep hull with a, a 90 horse Yamaha on the back with the trolling motor and hull. I mean, all decked out <clears throat> and we would fish the upper Niagara river. Now keep in mind what I, you could see the mist of the falls. We were a long piece from the falls. Don't get me wrong, but when you can see the mist of the falls and you're on the upper Niagara river, you know, you get to think that there, what could possibly go wrong? That and I've giant, two, that giant whirlpool suck you in. Yeah, we. I mean, I wasn't really worried about it until I was. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, that, I was joking. Are you serious? Or I, hey, I'm excited now. This <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, we got two. We got two stories here. One was in my boat. One was that. So I'm fishing. Uh, with the guy from work and he took me out um at, when i was a co-op student there and he was uh, fi- uh likes fishing so did i so we one night uh, i'm gonna go fishing she says yep go for it do whatever you got to do so salted tube jigs and a leech it was a secret recipe we had uh with the speed of the boat uh going we would take those salted tube jigs cast them out in front of the boat so that we uh, we would let the boat catch up to the line with the drift and, uh, you know, every other cast or so, we'd, we'd have a fish. It was just absolute slaughtering the smallmouth bass on the upper Niagara River, right out of yeah. work. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was pretty good. We, we would uh, launch out of Chippewa or Black Creek uh, is where it was, and we'd come out onto the upper Niagara River. So if you know where that is, it's pretty close to the, 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 where the, the line is and, and <laughs> where you start to go down the river to the falls. So I'm thinking this is a great spot to go 
fast forward. Now, my wife is eight months pregnant at this point in time where I think it's a good idea for to go out on a boat ride. So, I, so we take my boat, freshly finished, got the flooring in it, got everything done first go around, uh, you know, uh, quite some time ago. And um, we get out in the upper Niagara River and I go cruising across the <laughs> to where, where the good fishing is. And the boat motor stops. <laughs> gunk, gunk, so, gunk. yeah, and it's electric start. And the battery, uh, I thought, was in good shape. Uh, apparently, the battery was, was to a point where it couldn't uh, it start that motor. And I started and tried and tried. And now, now we're drifting down the upper Niagara River at a good clip. And she's eight months pregnant. And these guys are whipping around in the boat, whipping around in the boat uh, by us. And I'm kind of waving to get somebody's attention and stop. Nope. Nobody's stopping. So, you know, the worst thing, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to throw the anchor out. And I threw that anchor out and it caught bottom. And luckily it did because it would took me 15 minutes to get that boat motor started. At that point in time, I had flooded it. I was panicking a little bit because I got a pregnant wife in the in the boat. Boy, fishing, I... fishing? No, we didn't even fish. I didn't get to the spot, and she was take me home. I am done with this <laughs> this boat and this fishing in the Upper Niagara River. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we've had some we've had some experiences I where I caught fish. <laughs> Fast forward, and I'm going to give you the last bit of my story, and I'll let you kick in the ears. But fast forward, my, my buddy PP and I, we, we went to fish a, a tournament for uh, a BSA uh, uh, tournament uh, in, in Ontario. Um, he's in, PP's into the, the, the fishing uh, tournament series, and he, he, maybe not as much this year with the COVID, obviously, but up till then, um, he'd done pretty well in the tournaments, and, and he invited me to go fish Lake Erie with him. So on, on the Upper Niagara River, when you launch out of Chippewa and get onto the Upper Upper Niagara, you can shoot up the uh, Niagara River and hit Lake Erie. So that was our plan. You can fish in this tournament. You can fish on the Canadian-American side. We didn't have American licenses, so we didn't fish over there. But we, we, can't. we blast off first thing in the morning. We come up the Chippewa Creek. We hit the Upper Niagara River. We go zipping up there probably for about a minute at full throttle and all of a sudden kaboom almost to the same spot where my boat motor quit he <laughs> threw a he threw a piston right out the side of the block of his motor oh are you serious no kidding it was a it was a big bang and it was like somebody hit the brakes and we stopped <laughs> and i would love to say we stopped dead but that current of the upper niagara river then starts to carry us and what do you do yeah, throw the trolling motor down, and a, a smart person and a smart group of guys would have probably just went into the uh, the the boat launch and, and said, "That's enough fishing for the day. We're gonna we're gonna be done with this." Well, not us fools. We uh, we we almost got to Lake Erie, <laughs> so the almost guy bites again. But <laughs> we we fished we fished uh, as much as we could off the two batteries uh, for the trolling motor. By the time we got to the dock, we had no battery left, and it, it was it was a pretty interesting situation because on the Upper Niagara River, when you get out of Chippewa, that current is starting to go, and if you go left, you're going over the falls. Eventually, it's not like the falls are right there. <laughs> and you didn't bring a barrel. No, we didn't bring a barrel or nothing. I, so. 
long story short, I'm sure that we uh, we had the pucker factor going. We caught a couple of fish, weighed in a whole lot early. And uh, I don't think I'll be fishing the Upper Niagara River anytime soon. I had a good experience. I had a bad experience, and I had a really bad experience. You're only <laughs> driving home my theory on the big water thing. Yeah. you just <clears throat> There's too much that can go wrong. You just don't do it. Yeah. That, that, I've had a lot of good experiences on Lake Erie on my boat and, and, and fishing. I can tell those stories another time. But I tell you what – it's it just, you just never know. I mean, for me, I'm not as scared as you are. You couldn't see bottom and I still okay with it, but, uh, it, uh, you just never know. And you got to be careful and, and hope that your wife is very forgiving. Yeah, I'm with you. So that's, and, and, and I'm along the same lines, but it was before me and Jen were even married and, uh, we went, decided to go camping with my sister and her husband at uh, Wildwood up by Stratford, Ontario. And they have a dam, and that place is right full of uh, bass and pike. And so I'm like, man, we're going to be camping up there. Well, we need to, we need a boat. And I didn't have a boat at the time. I mean, we, I don't even know what we were, like 21, 20. So I'm like, we, we got to have a boat. So we borrowed my father-in-law's little 12-foot aluminum, and he had a little 9-9 and so we, on a trailer. So we borrowed that, and away we went. And so Saturday morning... We get up, and I said to Jen, well, let's go. So she says, all right, well, we'll go as long as we're back for lunch. Perfect. So I said to my brother-in-law, we'll back in the boat because he drove. So we all drove with him. I said, he had his truck. I said, you you take us down to the lake, back us in, come back and get us at like quarter to 12. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. So away we go. Well, they don't have a dock there. It's all just poured concrete down into the water. And uh, so it gets a little algae, a little slippery, but you, we get the boat down in and away we go. And so we were trolling along the edge, going along the woods. And it's kind of like uh, there's some cattails and such there, but we're trolling a worm harness with, with a spinner, some beads, and then a worm. And my brother-in-law actually built them and said that you got to troll with these and you're, you're golden. So we're just trolling with the little nut and we are pounding the smallmouth bass. I mean, they're just coming out and attacking that little worm harness. And when they hit, when you're trolling, like there's nothing like that, right? Like it's just like, boom, and it pulls it out of your hand. And so we're having a blast. And I'm just going back and forth, back and forth. So on the last trip, she says, all right, it's almost time. I said, well, we have time. Rick's coming. We have time for one more. Go all the way to the back, and then we'll come back forward. She's like, all right, fine. So away we go. We go all the way. Well, we get all the way to the back of Wildwood and catch a bass, and I go to turn the motor out. uh, hot it just so that we could do a quick little 180 and and go back the other way and i crank it and it goes and it dies <laughs> and i'm like what what's going on so i pull it and i pull it and i pull it and i pull it and it's just I'm like what is and jen's like todd todd and so my, my worry was not that we were going to get stranded because, again, I don't like big bodies of water. This is not a big body of water. This is wildwood. I mean, you can see shore every. In fact, we're drifting into the woods. The worst case scenario is we just, I either A, jump in and I swim the boat back and push it, or. <laughs> That's what your option would have been, I promise you. <laughs> I know. Or we, we drift up into the woods, into the bug ridden little cattails. And we hop out and we walk through the woods back to wherever it takes us. So regardless, I know that we're not going to die. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying 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 and nothing is happening. There's no, there's no doing. 
I'm like, man, what what am I going to do? So I take the cover off this 9-9, and I have no clue what I'm doing. I'm looking at it. Like, <laughs> it looks like a motor to me. I'm trying to pretend <laughs> I know what I'm doing, and she's now starting to panic. It's like anxiety is kicking in, and she is now it it's starting to turn from Todd to screaming. And I'm going, okay, you relax. We're not going to die. My biggest concern is there's an M&R guard shack up there right at Wildwood. And I've got no oars, no life jackets, no flares, no stupid little bale and bucket safety kit. I got nothing. I got, I got a boat and a motor and some fishing poles. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm like, okay. So there's, there's other boats on the way. This is a Saturday. There's boats out there. There's a, there's a boat flying by, pulling a tube on the back. So I start waving my arms over my head back and forth. And so is my wife because now she's a little bit frantic. And so now it's, hey, hey, help. These people go winging by us in this good-sized boat pulling a tube with a teenager on the back, and they wave. Yeah, yeah, people, because we're, we're into the weeds up to our eyeballs in the cattails with trees overhanging us now. And my biggest, other biggest concern was the spiders in the trees, and, and we decided to wave at you just to say hi. Wait a minute. You don't like spiders? Well, that's a you, story you're one for of the, another you're time. One of those guys. They're just not oh. natural, Bill. There's nothing on this planet that has eight eyes, eight legs. It's not I natural. Have... I'm sorry, but they don't. No, 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 no. They are not, yeah. not normal. All right. I don't mind okay, snakes, well, rats, mice. I will deal with anything. But spiders aren't, aren't natural. They're looking at you with eight eyes. I want you to think about that the next time you see a spider. It is you looking at you. probably shouldn't have told me that. With eight eyes. Like it's staring a hole through you, and they do. <laughs> And then those jumper ones, like, oh, you're going to get me on a Tajin and a half, buddy. Like, yep. burn the world down. It, 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 yeah, no, out, out. Yep. My kid would do the same thing. Oh, absolutely. My son, son Hunter, any, any spider that's in the house, he freaks right out. Get yeah. it out, get it out. Like, it, it's, just, it's just even spider. squids have so many tent, but they only got two eyes. I'm telling you, there's nothing. It's, it's just unnatural. It's not right. So anyway, that's where we're at. We're waving and waving, and, and these people go by. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then now, now Jen's irritated. Irritate is not even the word. She is fired up. So there's this guy on the other side fishing in a Boston whaler boat, and he sees us. So he comes cruising over. Oh, thank goodness. We're saved. And so he rolls up, and he looks, and he goes, well, did you try this? And he takes the pull cable, and he wraps it around. He has an extra pull cable, actually, and he wraps it around the top of the motor where I've now taken the case off, and he's pulling it, and nothing's going. Because now, oh, I'm sorry. I, sh- I should have preluded that. With one of those pulls, I pulled the, the cord out in my hand. <laughs> I ripped it off. <laughs> and that's when Jed started to, to really freak out. That's when we started to wave <laughs> So for, for people. So he, he has an extra cord. He wraps it around that, and he's pulling it, no dice. He's like, well, I can, I can tow you in. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea by now. It's it's past the time that Rick was coming to meet us, so that'd be that'd be pretty decent. So he tows us back in, and he gets as close as he can. He says, this is as close as I can get you. But we have a big, long rope on the front of this thing. So he takes that rope that he towed us in with, and he throws it to Rick, who's on the side of now of this poured concrete that dips down into the water, and that's that's the dock, right? Like, there's no wooden dock. And so he throws it at him, and he says, there you go. Oh, dude, appreciate it. Thank you. And and he peels off. Well, Rick is slowly tippy-toeing closer. He's up to his knees, and he's, a, he's like six, 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 seven. He's a big dude, 285, 290. And so he's tippy-toeing in, and he's up to his knees now in the water, and he's trying to reach for that rope. 
and we are now drifting towards the dam because the current is taking you that way. My wife is already ticking at 11 and a half. And so he's reaching and reaching. And so she finally just, Rick, you grab that freaking rope. <laughs> so he, the look in his eyes when she unloads on him, he goes and kind of panics. And he that now he comes in and he goes to grab that rope. Well, next thing I know, he disappears. He's gone. <laughs> We're like, Rick, Rick. And he comes up behind the boat, fully clothed and all. And he pushes us in from behind. You could have done this, Todd. <laughs> and so he, he lodges up on the concrete and, and we get out and everything. And you know what? We get the boat up on the on the trailer and I gave it one more pull. I, I wrapped that cord around and, and it fired right up. Oh, come on. <laughs> but I'm not kidding you. But because uh, that's what I was thinking then after that was my concerns were we get back and the guard shack, there's going to be like an M&R guy there and I'm getting charged with everything under the sun because I don't sure, have any yeah. stuff. It was concern number one. Concern number two was I got to replace a motor for my father-in-law, but fired right back up. Just had to get a ripcord. We're good to go. So, but from that, Jen said, never, ever, ever will I go fishing with you in a boat again. 12-foot boat, I, I understand, I mean, the motor thing's it, but 12 feet is small. I, I don't like the tippiness of a 12-foot boat. <laughs> so I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to, uh, no, because that's what I like to fish in, Bill, because I'm a little water guy. <laughs> so Jen is now standing over me at the top going, and I never have <laughs> gotten back Smart in woman. a boat with me. <laughs> but that's what she says. Too little boat, too big a water. That's that's yeah. her gig. That's what she says. But I don't find them. T- now, I, I have a flat bottom John boat now that we use. So when yeah. we go up north to the cottage and we, we hammer the pike and the bass, I got no problems on those lakes up there in the north and like the landlocked lakes. We're not talking the Great Lakes. I won't go there. Like yeah. those, that my boat, I love it. You can, I can get in really shallow. I can go wherever. I just absolutely do love that boat. But yeah, Jen will not. She, I take the kids out. She will not do it. She just won't. I got some other stories too, but I'll save them for another time. Well, that's good. You know what? It's, it's always good. If you don't live your life with a little bit of fear every day, then you scare yourself a little bit every day, then you're not really living, are you? You don't grow as a person. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. I yeah. agree. Now, not to the extent where you got like seven spiders staring at you. That's a little Yeah. Scary. That's that. I can see how that would freak you out. That's put you in the rubber room type stuff. <laughs> how many eyes is that? Seven times eight? That's a lot of eyes. That's, that's, I don't have enough fingers to count. Yeah, I know. I just, yeah, I don't want to think about it. See? Anyway, anyway. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And, folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.